welcome to the Two Guys from Queens podcast. My name's Tommy. White. Well, that's Dwight. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Jumping the gun. Jumping the gun just a little bit, but that's all right. Uh, today we're going to be talking about acceptance and what it truly means. And uh, Dwight, why don't you give me a take What how you feel acceptance is in your life? Well, I don't think anything worked until I could accept that, that I was responsible for my actions. That, that Myself and myself alone. You know, it wasn't my upbringing. It wasn't my parents. Yeah, it, We talked about it in our last podcast. Um, you know, like, I, I've met people... With, with 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 tough lives who come from all different kinds of backgrounds. And, and that's what tells me, you know, it, it's the decisions that I've made. And I'll put it that way, that I had to be more responsible for the decisions that I made instead of blaming people for what, ha- you know, for what I did. I had to say, I made that decision. I did the action and, and I'm responsible for that. Or I didn't make the decision and I, I let it all happen. Because that's another way of making poor decisions is by not making any decision at all and just letting life happen to you. And I did that for many years as well. Right, right. You know, it's also, you know, it's a tough word to talk about acceptance, right? You know, Especially a lot of today. people, you know, acceptance, surrendering, you know, sure. it's all kind of like works hand in hand. People think that that's like giving up, right? But you you could accept where you're at at your life mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, be okay with it. But it's also, it there's commitment behind acceptance, right? right? You're like, you're just not, like, even though I accept where I am, it's okay to accept where I am, but you also have to work on it, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and. You know, maybe change where you're at. Just because you're at one point of your life doesn't mean you have to stay at that point of your life for the, for the rest of your life, right? And Definitely. you can change and you can work at it, right? And, and that's about taking responsibility. Well, and you know, and you talk, you talk, I know all the time about being in the process, about staying in the process of, of getting somewhere. You know, I use an example. I, I write. I'm a writer. Uh, I, I just finished a book um, that hopefully will be coming out soon. And you know, and I, what and have that I might done? Might be the first book what, I read. What, <laughs> I know you read a lot of books. I know that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I I I knew this woman. Uh, she was an acquaintance. wasn't a, really a friend, but she was an acquaintance and a, a, a good friend of mine, a mutual friend. Said, you know, she just wrote this book, and, and I said, oh, let me talk to her. You know, and and uh, you know, so I I I gave her a call. I had her number. I, I called her up, say, hey, how you doing? You know, and I said, I heard you you had a book just came out, and she said, yeah, she's self published, and I said, oh, I said, so uh, who are you reading now? Like, who who, who are your favorite authors? Well, I don't, I don't read. And like, 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 like I, I cursed her or something, right? I said, well, where have you gone? Like, where did you go to school? Where did you take your writing, writing classes? I mean, okay. if you know, I didn't take any writing classes. And I'm like, so basically you just threw a few words on some paper and just, you know, you're hoping for the best. And I read the book and, and unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it, it wasn't, it could have been done, but you know, look, cause I, I'm not one to criticize. Look, she, you know, she put some effort into it, I guess. And I don't want to be like that. But the thing is, is about when you take responsibility and you want to take action, I say, I want to be a writer. And for many years, what that meant was like every word that came out was gold. And I kept waiting for Simon and Schuster to just come knock on my door and say, are you that Dwight Gillespie we've heard about? Right, you know, right. like, Oh, we want to, we want to buy everything you've ever written, you know? Right. And, and it just doesn't work that way. And it wasn't until I started taking courses, you know, here in New York, I went, you know, I took courses at Hunter. I took courses at Queens College. I took uh, I took courses at you know through through other venues here that, that people that offer writing courses. And there was one in particular uh, that that I really enjoyed. You know, uh, but 
the point is, is that I put effort into it. Right. Like it wasn't, right. you know, and I had to learn that every word you had to put some out, work into it. Every right? word, exactly. That, that it, it took every, and you talk about always talk about staying in the process. And part of that process is understanding that, that my craft always needs to be refined and honed. Of course. And, and this is what you do. And it's like anything else in life, you know. Um, what do they say? You know, just because you stand in the garage, it doesn't make you a car. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. I, I love that, you know, because. Uh, it's true. Just because I call myself a writer, it doesn't make me a writer. I remember this this, this woman I'm talking about. She said, "Oh, they made, they wanted like eighty thousand words, you know." Right. And I'm like, "Well, that's that's like standard. That's, writing, that's, right? that's, that's like a minimum <laughs> novel is eighty thousand. What really?" And I said, "Well, you know, if you read books, you might know something like that, right? <laughs> you know, but you know, but unfortunately, yeah, and, you know." Yeah. And then when you're talking about taking responsibility, you know, there's good and bad that part of responsibility right right so you have to take the responsibility for the bad parts right. and the good parts right Definitely. and even if you are a bad writer or whatever or you know just take take own it right own it but work on it yeah right get better at it hone your craft right, right? and, and you know don't blame somebody well they wanted eighty thousand words right who cares if they wanted a hundred thousand words if this is your craft do the hundred thousand words, you know, right? It, it, you know, you and I have talked about it before. Uh, I, I've been in recovery for years, and I, you know, and I suffered for years. Like I came, like I said, I came to my first recovery meeting, nineteen eighty three. I was twenty years old, you know, and, and it was, you know, I knew better. I knew better than mm -hmm. every single person in that room. People who had been doing it for thirty years, you know, I knew right. better. Like, what do you know? Sponsors, all this stuff that they right. talk about in these recovery meetings, you know, and and and, and so I suffered for for decades because I knew so much. And I did it with my writing. It was if you read what I wrote and, and you, you know, you said, wow, this doesn't, oh, you just don't get it. You don't know. You don't know. You know, you would have challenged Picasso. You right. Know? <laughs> and I had to understand that there's constructive criticism. Of course, that it comes it, along that, the way. And it has to. Like, it ha if you want to get if good you want to get better anything, at anything, you need anything, to look. Right, you need to right. take, you know, listen, not everybody has has the the, the answer. Right. right. But you take a little bit from somebody, you take a little bit from somebody else, and especially if they've done it before, right. if they've been there before. Experience. Like if you never wrote a book, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say that your word doesn't mean anything, but, you know, you have to take stuff from everybody where it comes from, right? And and but and, and also be cognizant of who you're taking. That's exactly. another thing about acceptance. And I, I tell another brief story. <laughs> I went to High Lie up in uh, up in Milford, Connecticut. They I don't even know that? if they still have it. I don't know. This was years ago. <laughs> right. And I'd never done it before. Right. And I'm sitting there, right? And and like I don't like to gamble. My father was a compulsive gambler and right. he killed him. It, it right. did. He stole a bunch of money. He didn't want to go to jail. Okay. And he gassed himself in his car as a result. That, that happiness aside, right? <laughs> um, I'm up at this high lie, and I don't know anything about it. They hit the ball against the wall. Another guy catches it. He hits the ball against the wall. Yeah, whatever. Just and they got weird these game. weird, right, weird, yeah. weird kind of things. And, and, and But you gamble on it. And right. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. And, and Sounds I'm like listening to this guy next to me. And he goes, oh, you got to bet Sanchez in that one. I'm, oh, okay. And I'm betting Sanchez, right? And then, oh, you got to do Gonzalez. It's all Spanish guys. They're all from Miami, I guess. But, um, you know, it, it wasn't like until the ninth you know, game or set or whatever they call it, that I, I finally look at this guy. <laughs> and he's like a homeless guy. He's got like <laughs> snot and everything all over his jacket. And I'm like, who the fuck am I listening right. to here? You know, I'm taking my financial advice from a guy who's like eating half-eaten hot dogs out of a bin, right? And, and so it, it, there's there's something to be said for that. Right. When you're going to do this, you know, when you're going to take action on things, to take action from people, you know, look, Listen, you know, you and I, we've been at this stuff for, for years, you know, we've done these talks and stuff like that. And I want somebody yeah. who's, if I'm going to take this kind of, no, but yeah. seriously, I want somebody who's been in the process of whatever right. it is, exactly. whether it, it, it's, 
you don't want to be a baseball player, right? You know, like, you, but I, I'm not going to take advice from somebody who never swung a bat before, right? Yeah. Or from Josh Hamilton. Or Josh Hamilton, right? <laughs> That's a story for another day. But you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you, you just have to. You know, you have to be teachable, right? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. You have to well, be teachable. Uh, that's a big part of it, yeah. You know? I, I think... Um, because and you also have to also... change your perspective, right? You know, you have to change oh, how you're thinking huge. about things. If you go through your life thinking that you're not the problem... And this is the problem. Like, we talk about victimhood. <laughs> right. Because the one thing I see about victimhood... And, and today, anybody can be... Like, I'm hearing, like, middle-aged white guys going, yeah, I'm a victim. Like, oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like... And that of just what? blows my mind. Right, exactly. <laughs> but so it, it's easy to fall into that trap, right. though. Like, right. to be a victim. Anybody, 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 if you look close enough, can be a victim. And, and, and the thing is, is to... Look, if there's somebody that looks like you, that talks like you that, that 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 you know does the same things you do if they're successful you can be successful too of course and and and, and that fits absolutely everyone Listen, and, i believe and, that anybody could be successful sure at anything if you put your mind to it right right you have to have the belief in yourself sure. first and that's what we're talking about here having the the inner belief in yourself right to to to, to be able to to accomplish things anybody out there can to do anything they want to do in life well, and that's it, because what happens when you become a victim is there's nothing for you to fix. If I'm a victim, it means right. I'm not at fault. It means that there's, I've done everything I can. I'm a victim, I, 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 and, you know, because, of, because my, my parents beat me when I was growing up or because I wasn't treated right, because right. Yeah, whatever it is, I'm a victim. And therefore, there's nothing for me to fix. But there has to come a point in, in, um, in your life where you say, I'm responsible for this. Of and I, I knew a guy who... Uh, he he was a guy, an acquaintance of mine, and I called me. I he hit his kid, and his 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 kid was like you know uh, four four years old. Threw him into a wall, and I put him up against the wall, and, and I said, you know how? Well, you don't understand my father. And I said, your father? <laughs> like your, where's your his father had been dead for years, right? And I, I said, so now your kid, when he gets to be your age, can throw his kid into the wall and say, yeah, but my father. Said, There's no excuse for that, and the victimization but that's being the has victimization, to stop. Right, right. right. It, you didn't do that because your father beat you. You did that because you're an asshole and you hit and, children. And, and then no what do you do next? Right, you make other people feel guilty. Right. Well, <laughs> well, that's part of victim, no, I, right? I, I, absolutely. You make the other people. Oh, it sure. happened to me. This right. happened to me. Right. But it doesn't Poor have you. to be. It doesn't have to keep going. You have, can stop, right? Just because something happened to you doesn't mean you have to do it to somebody else. And that's part of you know you take an acceptance in your life. And, and where you're at, right? Well, it, because, look, accept, accepting like accepting who I am is the same as like surrendering to, to a solution. Right. To say, okay, this is where I am. This is what happened to me. Okay, so what's the solution to this? And living in a solution is a, a hell of a lot better than living in a problem. If all you do is live in a problem, the problem will never go away. What is the solution? Right. Because for every problem, I, I honestly believe there's a solution. It, it's, it's, my, it's my fervent belief that the only problem that humans deal with is death. Like that's right. the only permanent thing that we have here. Everything else, you lose a job, you lose a lover, you, you lose a house. Like these things, things can happen. be replaced. They, right. Well, it, it, it's all stuff that can be replaced, you know. Uh, and, and until people die, it's not final. People, de death is the final word. So you up think. until that happens to you, but what I'm saying is, is up until that happens, you have you have an opportunity 
to change your life anytime you choose to do anytime. that. You can make that decision to go ahead. I'm going to do this. And there are, we talked about this before, too. There are a million books on everything. Right. You have to open them. You have to open them. and You have to read them. Right. And you have to apply exactly. them. And when you start doing these things in your life and taking it seriously, then, then wonderful things can happen right. to you. But this is what we're talking about, staying in the process, right? Right. You know, just because you're in the process, you know, you, yeah, now you have to do something about it, right? right? And like you said, you have to open the book. Setting goals, right? Setting goals are key. And realistic, realistic goals. Realistic goals, right. right. You know, because we could say, oh, I want to be a millionaire. What is a millionaire? How do you become a millionaire? But just by saying it, you have to set realistic timelines right. along the way, right? It's not just I'm going from no money to being a millionaire. Yeah. You have to work at it, right? You have to do things. You have to learn. You have to set smaller, realistic goals, right? Well, in, in anything. And I talked about the craft of writing. Like, oh, I want to be a writer. Okay, well, what do you have That's to do? That's great. You have to, you have to do write. something, right? You have to read books. Right. You, you, you know, it's, it's and, very And you've difficult. told me you took right. courses, right? right? And take courses. People help you. You, ha you, have to, you have to take all the steps that lead up to that. And, you know, I'm not going to look. You, you, the, the chances, I mean, it does, it does happen, but the chances of writing, a, you know, a, a book that sells 6 million copies out of the gate, Few and far between. Not but that if it you can't never took happen. that shot, how do you right. know if you well, can take true. it? How do you that's know if you're going to make it? Right. Um, and there's there's another thing with it as well is is staying away from the negative influences oh. that help you stay a victim. Right. Because there are plenty of people out there who are more than willing to remind you, oh, that you're never going to oh, make God, it. Oh, you're you, going to fail. Oh, how could oh, you do this? You're yeah. never going to be a writer. Yeah. Why would you want yeah. those people in your it's, life, though? It sounds like my mother's pep talk when I was in third grade. <laughs> Go Dwight. You know, you got to be really good to do this, and I don't think you are. You better have a backup plan when you fail. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. That was oh, a, my first story I wrote. I was in third grade, and I still remember it. I, I wrote this story about being a window, and a baseball was about to come through it, and I talked about being the window and how it felt, and, you know, it was, it was going to shatter and all this other stuff. I was like, that's ah, all right. <laughs> I won first prize. But I was like, sure you didn't get help with that? You know, the cigarette dangling out of her mouth. Mommy's special ice water <laughs> clinging in her glass. But, you know, distance yourself from, from negative people are always, you know, but it's very important <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's so easy to get caught up in negativity. Yeah. It's so easy. It's easy. You're right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm not going to be successful. Right. I'm not going to be. But when you put yourself around people that are like-minded – and, and, and want to grow with you and want to help you, you know, it opens up the door right. to so many other things. And, you know? and here's another thing about negativity. Negativity requires zero work. Right, zero it's easy. work. If you sit there you're and right, you I'm let somebody fail. tell okay. you, you're not going to make it because of your 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 gender, your color, your age, your 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 background, your this, and, and you feed into that, then you're oh, you're right. Why bother trying? Why try? You know, so, you know well, why bother? Oh, you're right. Because then you get to sit on the couch and do nothing. And it's not even your fault. Why bother trying? If, if everything is again, why bother? So it, it, for me anyway, and it was very important for me to get those negative people out of my life. Of course. Of even, course. even if they were close to me. And I had some very close people But that's where you have to set boundaries. You have to tell people, crap. like, listen, if you're going to be negative with me. I can't do it. Right. I can't be around you. So they have to make, now you're making them have a choice. Yeah, yeah. Do you really care about me enough to stop being negative and, and, and grow with me? Or are you just going to be a negative person, not be in my life? And, that, and, and that, that's important. That's right. You it, know, it's that, really important. I think one of the most difficult tasks in life is to be able to weed those negative people out. Because sometimes the closest people to you are the most negative people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, that's a story for yeah, another day. And it is. It is because that's a whole thing in itself. Right. And, and, and sometimes... 
the people you may have to shed are people that are are in your own family and right. very close to you and right. quite often and you know I get I get uh, chided for that all the time about my beliefs about family and blood right. and all that you know I had a good friend whose mother was out and out abusive to like just abusive to him and I said, well, why do you bother? Well, she's right. my mother. And I'm like, and? Like, but it doesn't you know. give anybody the right to, to oh, be, I don't yeah. care, mother, especially father, physically. sister, brother. When people get physical, right. it's just like, especially, you know, um, but the physical is easy to see. That mental that mental bullshit is, is the hardest thing to wean yourself off of because I think that we get to a mental state where we come to accept it. You know, there are many good books on the subject, um, and I don't know if you want to mention books. But I have I have like a reading list of books that I just think are some of the some of the the most beneficial uh, books that I've ever read in in, in helping myself uh, in these areas. And one is the Four Agreements. I, right. I mentioned that that it was just it was a it was a life changing book if you apply it. Uh, and Victor Frank, I tell you, my favorite book is is Man's uh, Man's Search for Meaning. Is just Victor Frankl was a, a wonderful man, and uh, he he wrote a great book. That, you know, he wrote a couple of them, but that one in particular was was of great value to myself anyway in in uh and basically it talked about this it talked about not being a victim and here's a guy that was was in you know dachau in, in the concentration camps and talks about not being a victim you know and, and uh, to me that, that's just an incredible thing and he talked about having to maintain a purpose in your life that in order to not be a victim in order to take and accept where you are and he talked also about about um adversity and using that adversity to to your benefit you know I, I went through these things you went through these things you know I, I lost my father at a young age he was 18 when he committed suicide right. I lost my kids in a car accident and and you know having come through these these traumatic uh, events in my life and being able to see not not that not that I was happy obviously that any of these things happened but to be able to see the good that can come out of this and the ability to help people in similar situations right. like I've talked to a lot of people who've lost family members to suicide and I've been able to, to help them through that uh, lost their children in, in, in horrible uh, situations and I've been able to, to talk to them about right. that and, and to give them my experience and, and hope that, that you know things can get better and I think that's a big part of acceptance too and I, I think that one of the things I learned through that, uh, as far as acceptance goes, acceptance really started to sink in, especially with losing the kids, because that was the hardest thing I, I've ever obviously had to go through. I uh, couldn't even imagine. You that. know, um, but when I was able to sit back at one point, uh, finally, and say that because this happened, I've been able to, uh, I've become a more empathetic person. I've become a more sympathetic person. I've become a, a, a person who thinks more about community. I've been, uh, it, it opened me up uh, spiritually. It, 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 because I think that you do one of two things. You either run from the spiritual side or you run, you know, to or away. Right. Uh, nobody, you don't stagnate when you have these things happen to you. Um, and that, and these things were very important. That's another podcast as well as the spirit, like spirituality right. and how important I think that is we'll in my life that. anyway. Yeah. yeah, that's a big uh, thing. But it's as far as acceptance, you know, if that's what we're talking about, um, you know, like to, to do all these things. I know you've had a lot of things in your life, too, that you you've think? had to, you know, accept. <laughs> and, Listen, um, I think, you know, you know, it's about taking responsibility, be, accept where you are and, and, and just going and moving forward past it. Right. It happened yesterday. This, these parts of these things happened already. Own it, right? Just yeah. like I said before, own it and move on from it. And, and, and you know, the one thing that I want to, oh. I just want to talk about real quick. That's all right. Tell them we're not here. You see, this is because Tommy made me go out and get my hat. All right. 
Yeah, blame it's me. Not my fault. See, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's say, is there acceptance, acceptance in that? I don't think yeah. there's acceptance in that. No, there's none. Okay, there's none. It's not my fault. Except, I'm a victim. Except where you're at, du- <laughs> Dwight. That's great. Except this is perfect. It's not my fault. Right. It's not my fault. No, it is. Real. It is. I should have turned it off. And, uh, you see? And I didn't. But see. you take responsibility. Yeah. Oh, you know I do. I, I, I know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right, fucked sure, up, Tommy. Sure. Fucked up. You're all right. I'll let you slide this once. All right. I, I want to. Uh, well, this this segues into something else. You know, because it's an important topic about acceptance. You know, ex- expectations. Not yeah. everything's going to be perfect. We're working a podcast here, right? And we yeah. had a little bit of a problem, but it's yeah. okay, right? We work through it, we get through it, and we move on, right? And, and and that's part of it. And sometimes when you trade those those you know expectations for acceptance, you get a little more peace in your yeah. life, right? You know, back in the day, I might have been like cursing and screaming at them and yelling, "How could you do this to us in the middle of this?" But who cares? Right? We're having fun. We're going with the flow. He's going to mention it afterwards. Oh, Don't I'm going to get him. Don't worry about it. I will get yeah, him. I want to talk about like when, when we met. Like I, I met you uh, several years ago, and it was... Don't remind me. Right after you, you, you came back don't, from vacation. Yeah, but don't remind me of how... But I want to tell you because, you know... Don't you tell were the story. In, you were in a rough situation, <laughs> and, and, and but you made the best of it. Yes. I met Tommy when yes. he was running a marathon, really. Yes. I met him I just... Don't, and he, and he this f- ran a marathon, now, just so you know. Let me tell you something. But it, let me tell you something. It was one of the most impressive things I've seen. I watched this guy come across the finish line. When did you run it in? In Queens. In, uh, no, no, I mean time. Oh. Queens. <laughs> we don't leave uh, Queens. We're Brooklyn I ran now. it with my feet. Yeah. <laughs> um, what time? I think it was like four hours yeah, and 30-something yeah, something, minutes. Yeah. But he finished. And this guy, like you could see every muscle in this guy's body hurt, but he did it. Right. He committed himself to it. And it happened because, you know, he was he went on vacation, like I said, for a little while. And and, and coming back from that, and, and but making the most out of that and saying, I'm going to do this. And when I come back, I'm going to be able to run a marathon. And I thought that that was the most impressive thing that but, I ever but seen. But I want to, like, add something to that. No, yeah. seriously, because you're talking about, like, I, acceptance and, yeah. and, you know, it's staying in the process, right? Like, I remember the end of that marathon, yeah. <laughs> and I, I I wanted to give up. Yeah. Like, the, and I ran with two other people, and they both gave up. And not to say that I was like I'm gonna do it because they didn't do it. I wanted to do it because I wanted to do it. And I remember those last two miles; they felt like a hundred miles. Yeah. But you know, just just the just the, and this segues back into what I said. If you put your mind to anything, you could accomplish anything you want. Like when I saw that finish line it was like when i crossed that finish line it was like so many emotions went through my body like and, and you know i didn't know dwight that well and, and and he was there and he was with somebody else that yeah. was you know one of my biggest you know this guy he was like one passed of away yeah that, who passed away since yeah. then he was like one of my biggest cheerleaders yeah. like he was always in my corner and and you know, to see these two guys there, it meant a lot. Yeah. You know, it just showed that you know people care about you. And, and it all, but the determination, like you make yeah. this determination, you, you say, make a decision. I'm going to do this, right? And then you act on it, and, and that that to me is, um, and it's something that that you know, uh, it, it wasn't until now I started I'm doing again. that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm going to have to do it again now. <laughs> this time they might have to throw me through in a wheelchair, yeah. but I'll get yeah. there. <laughs> It's okay, whatever it takes. Right, I just had exactly. a knee replacement. I don't think I'm running any marathon. Uh, you never know. So. But that's, but that's, you see, that's the mindset thing, yeah, right? You yeah. said I don't think, yeah. right? We want people to understand. I want you guys to understand out there that you have to change those words. I don't think. Say yes, I can. Right? Even if you can't, but if you say yes, I can. How, how about I don't want to? <laughs> no, it's not that either. 
No, you can do it if you want to. Um, listen, I don't think that there's anything that if, if I... Nothing can I, stop I, you I if you want to. Aside from like playing for the Packers or something like that. Yeah, I don't you're not think playing for the Packers. <laughs> you know, I don't think there's anything realistic. You don't want to play for the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. But I also, I also choose to, you know, I choose the things I want to do. And, and, right, you know, right. And I, I that's something that's not... <laughs> and, and I write down my goals, you know, right. because everything... Listen, until you write it down, and I'm, I'm a big believer of this. You want to you want to accept things, you want to... You're testimonializing, right? Write it down. Write it down, man. Write down a goal because until then it's just a fantasy you know it's just like saying i used to want to be the general manager of the mets because i couldn't do any worse than any of them have done right but uh you know i i uh you know it's why you'll never you'll probably never see me wear a mets hat and definitely not a yankees hat but um you know I, it, it it wasn't at the time a realistic goal it was a fantasy you know and and, and you can still fantasize and that's all well and good but if you truly want to do something you have to write it down you have to write down a goal and it has to be in, in a way that, that it makes sense you know you, it has to be realistic you know i could say look i, I want to be a size 26 waist at this point, it, probably not. But a, a realistic goal is to say I want to drop two sizes, or right. you know, something along those lines, and work a, work a, a work toward that. Right, toward right, what you want. Right, right. And that's why a lot of people give up real quick because yeah. they don't they, they they put these unrealistic expectations on themselves. Oh, they don't accept the, where they're yeah. at and what they can do. Yeah. And they put these unrealistic goals out there, and then they fail. And then you know, See and then it's starting all over. When I try, right. <laughs> And you go back to that victim point. Right, we go. Know? It's a cycle, oh, man. We can go. We can talk about this forever and ever. But I think we touched on a lot uh, today. I think this. You know, we we we've talked about acceptance. We talked about responsibility. Mm. We talked about victim. We we talked about a lot of different topics, right? And if anybody got anything about out of this, we hope you did, right? Sure. You know. Sure. Why not? Listen, that's we what we're trying to, to keep do. coming back. We sure. want you to keep coming back. Keep listening to us. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe you'll see us lose a little weight or change a little bit how we look. Or <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> could happen. Might no, nah, but we will. We will. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we want to grow with this podcast and with yeah. the with the audience as well, and, and show that we could change. Right, and we could take we could and, take our well, own words into yeah. and, and be accountable to that. And, and it's important to understand where we started from too. Right, you know, um, it, it's hard to judge people when you you know. I, I had an uncle who was who was uh, he was a, a minister, and you know, he was a good he was a decent guy. And you know, I used to say, ah, you know, why why should I try? Why should I do this? You know, look at these people, and you know, they they're doing that, and that, you know, uh, and they're still. Sc- he said, well, first of all, you're a judgmental bastard, aren't you? And then he, he said, you don't know where these people started, so you don't know how well they're doing. You know, it, you know, you can look at people and you can judge them and say, ah, yeah, these people aren't doing shit. You don't know what their starting point was. And, and you know, especially in the cases of the guys that you're watching right now, mm-hmm. my starting point was, was an unbelievably low level. So where I am today is a million miles 100%. from where I've been. And, and and that's what's important, you know. That everybody's stuff looking for this on. pie in the sky stuff, it. man. And and <laughs> let me tell you, I have a really good life. Like I really have a, a, a great life, and I have great friends, and and, uh, and and it's all come from this. Acceptance was the first thing that I had to do 100%. was accept where I am 100%. and how to, if I don't want to be here, how the how do I get out? Right. See, I didn't swear right. there. You see that time? Did good. I'm getting good. Well, We're gonna today. end on that note yeah. today that he didn't swear yet. So we're just I gonna just stop. Said, yeah. All right. And we're not going to say anything else because then he's going to curse and we're going to get upset. All right. Then Alphonse is going to yell at us. All right. We don't want Alphonse yelling at us. Have a great one. We'll see you next time. See you next week. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. And now we're going to hear from our sponsor, TicketBash.com. No more fees. No more fees.
bash those high-ticket service fees. At TicketBash.com, not only will you get the best seats to top sporting events, concerts, and the hottest Broadway plays, you'll always receive the guaranteed lowest prices, amazing service with a personally assigned account rep, and the security of using a company that is licensed, bonded, and insured. Get your tickets in a flash at TicketBash. TicketBash gonna make you smile when you save some cash at TicketBash. TicketBash, TicketBash.com.